0: Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a thing or two. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started Kookcast. Say it with me. The more I know, the less I kook it. So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. The Kook Cast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And, well, check this out. I got this really great story... Well, me and Evan and Corey and Cole and Gavin and Chance and Matt have this really great story of our journey to this epic surf spot by boat. And I've been holding off on wanting to tell it or or, or getting to it because I thought it would be the most fun to have all of us there at the same time to be able to like rebound off each other and like be reminded of things and, you know, tell the story all together. But I had the chance to talk to the captain of the boat who took us on this adventure that could have gone totally wrong, and in many ways it did, and we somehow salvaged it just enough to be able to get to the spot and ended up scoring probably the most epic waves I've ever surfed. Like, I mean, it had to be, top, top. It was El Nino winter, West Coast, point break. You can't get to buy anything other than boat on like private property. One of the sickest stories I have to tell about surfing. And, um, yeah, so we're going to do this story, right? We're going to get the boys all together, but I couldn't help, but, but publish this, (laughs) this little chat I have with the boat captain who I haven't spoken to in years. And, uh, we don't even really know each other that well, but the thing is that I, I'm, I wanted to write this story for Surfer's Journal for like a reader submitted story and they were all about it when they heard just like the kind of synopsis of the story. And so I reached out to, uh, to the captain to just hear what he had to say. You know, I just thought, let me just get in touch with him. And well, he told the story in a way that sounds really great to be his role in his version of the story <laughs> but in his defense um, he did do a few things really right by us everything else not so much <laughs> um, so here's here's what's going to be the introduction to this story as the captain of the boat who kind of cooped it in many ways um, tells it okay and then pretty soon I'm going to get as many of these boys together as I can and, and have you hear this story from our side of it. And uh, I think you're gonna find it pretty comical and funny. Um, but long story short, you know, we basically just hired this guy to take us to this surf spot because uh, he had the boat. And, um, you know, one thing after the other was red flag, red flag, red flag. I grew up like on the water and stuff sailing. So when I realized he didn't have an anchor and the boat wasn't starting really easily right away and it was a tiny little boat, all these things were like, hmm, bad omens, bad omens, bad omens. Except for the fact that I knew there was an absolutely all time swell hitting. Um, And I was like, well, whatever. I don't care if I have to paddle there. (laughs) I'm going to surf this wave. So, uh, all right, let's get into this, this episode. Like I said, take it with a grain of salt because this is the boat captain's perspective. And, um, uh, I'm sure you're going to find some discrepancies when all the boys tell their version of the story. <laughs> all right, here he is. Hi, this is David. Hey, David, Chris. Oh, hey, Chris. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Is it a good time for you? Yeah, sure. Oh, all right. Great. Um, all right so how do we start this thing huh well
1: <clears throat> yeah you tell me man well yeah, i can just start telling you what i remember
0: yeah yeah well that's what i was hoping to do together uh, especially about how the boat broke so after we had gotten out of the marina and we were just on our way i remember when we were getting to the headland where you can turn into the bay precisely when i thought you were going to make that left turn you actually made a right turn And so at first I'm thinking, okay, maybe he knows about some shallows that I don't know or that we don't know, you know, and he's just going to take a wide, you know, give it a wide berth and go in safely. But then we're heading straight out to sea and I'm like, okay, no, this is, this isn't right. Um, And then of course I look up at you and I see you're holding in your hand the throttle, (laughs) like that's disconnected from the boat. And uh, I guess, and then I guess, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so I mean, pretty much what happened then, so what happened is it's, you know, 15-mile drive or something like that from the marina we left, and we had the boat. One thing was is I've never had that much weight in the boat, you know? I wasn't worried about it. It has plenty of power and everything, but we had, with all the gear, I can't remember how many people, and then with all the gear, the boat was weighed down, and there was a big swell, you know? <clears throat> and so the, so we're kind of cutting through that swell at a good pace. I mean, I think we were going, you know, 45 miles an hour or something like that. And, but which is like a nice cruising speed for that boat. But what happened is as we were getting to where we wanted to be, like you said, to where we could slow down and pull into the cove of, <laughs> cause we were off shore a couple of miles or whatever, uh, what happened is the throttle had been fixed in whatever position it was in, you know, going 45 miles an hour or whatever. And we're flying, we were, you know, jumping in the air and everything through all the waves, getting over there. somehow the throttle controller there got stuck. And so when I want to slow down, you know, what happened the way I remember it is I, I tried to pull the throttle back. And in the meantime, we're hitting waves and hauling ass, you know, fully loaded. And so I'm kind of just, you know, bumping around and whatnot to grab it, and I'm trying to pull it back, and it wouldn't come back. You know, it wouldn't de-throttle. Right. So I thought, well, it feels like it's jammed. And then, and the thing is, like, we that wasn't full throttle for the boat. We're going, you know, 60% throttle or something only. But So I'm thinking, well, I can, maybe the cable got, maybe something's gotten jammed up in there from bouncing around. So I tried pushing it forward to see if that would get it loose. So it went forward and now we accelerated, we're going faster. But I couldn't still get it to go back, not even to where it was. So all I did is accelerate more <laughs> and it's still jammed and won't come back. And there's a mechanism that must've been broken on the inside of there, which kind of find out later, but so yeah, I kept trying to jam it back and I'm thinking, man, I don't want to break it. And then we're really screwed out here. And that's why, so I decided to turn out towards open ocean because I knew, well, what I can do is we can get out far enough and then I'll just, I can cut the motor with the key, you know, where the, it has a cord too that you can pull and it'll cut it like a kill switch. So I thought, well, I'll just kill the motor. And then the worst case scenario, we'll get towed from wherever we're at, but we'll be far enough away that we won't get washed into this cliff and sunk or whatever. So we did drive out probably you know, at least another to five miles, I'm guessing we drove out there five, 10 miles offshore. And in the meantime, I'm thinking the same thing as we were getting to where it was like, okay, we're out far enough. I tried again. I, I was trying to get it to go forward and then back forward and then back. Pretty soon we're, we're going like 70 miles an hour, or 75 miles an hour or something like that. And with all that weight and all that stuff jumping and everything, I thought, all right. So I, and I just had to cut it. And so, because like you said, what happened is as soon as I tried harder, I tried to, once I felt like we were out far enough, I thought, okay, I'm going to try to jam this thing back and see if it'll start working again. Now we're out here far enough. We'll be safe if it breaks. And so I tried, I got rougher with it and the whole thing ended up just breaking off in my hand. So yeah, like you said, now we're going, you know, 65, 70 miles an hour, something like that and still accelerating. And I'm holding the accelerator in my hand. It's completely broken off of the boat. So I've got no control over the throttle at all. And we're just still accelerating and so yeah as we shortly after that I realized there was no way we were gonna get that thing put back together that quickly so I just cut off the boat so now we're just floating 10 miles offshore or whatever and big swell and uh so then yeah we pulled out some tools which we didn't have very many tools on board in the first place but somehow we found enough stuff to make it work
0: yeah this is where I remember and things what we got interesting we figured out,
1: yeah we yeah, yeah that's what, so we were looking to figure out what happened and we could see that the mechanism broke inside the throttle handle, throttle handle. and so then we got in the back because we were thinking because I knew all those cables do is they adjust the, tra- the, the transmission for neutral reverse. There's two cables and the second one just adjust the throttle and so we were thinking wow, if we could figure out a way to loosen the cables and somebody could be in the back adjusting the throttle. In transmission, we can probably still get in there so you guys can surf while we wait for someone to come back and tow us.
0: Yes, yes. And so and it's I... a
1: little risky because we're, we're thinking, man, if we could get in there by shore and then have problems and if we can't get a good anchor, we might have to abandon ship, you know, <laughs>
0: we'll right. get
1: washed into shore the way I remember it. So I was thinking, well, we got it running, we tested it, we were able to put it in gear, throttle it from the rear with people with the engine bay open and People, like, crouched down inside there, wiggling wires with pliers and stuff. And that, by doing that, we go, okay, we got it now. We could shift into, we could start it, get it in neutral, start it, and then shift into forward and then throttle it, you know, by pulling the cables with the tools and holding them in position. And so we decided, well, let's give it a shot. So we got the anchors ready and stuff. And we did pull in there that way, and we were able to get in there and pretty cautious and then we tried to so then we dropped anchor we thought we had an anchor and everyone jumps off to go try to go catch some waves and we just did the same thing as we got close we just got up there and then just kind of cut off the motor because it was real tricky trying to work those wires in there and stuff but so now it was me and i think just one other guy maybe two other guys but for sure it was most of the time just me and one other guy who was the photographer, and I don't know if that was you. I can't put a face to your name.
0: Yeah, no, that's all right. I was I one of the surfers. You.
1: Okay, yeah, so the the guy, the only one there left with me, as we're thinking we're anchored in, we're watching, he's trying to do photography. All of a sudden I realize we're still, we're, these big swells are coming in, and we're we're coming into shore. You know, we're getting washed into the cliffs. And between the two of us, it takes more people than that to start it and run the boat with the way we had it all rigged up. So we didn't have time to spare with that because all of a sudden we found ourselves like near the crest of the wave. We were getting sucked into breaking waves and these waves were like, you know, 15, 20 foot faces or something like that that day. They were heavy and we're getting sucked into them. And all I had was two like wooden paddles like you'd use for an old kayak or something. I had those two wooden oars (laughs) and we just started paddling our butts off with those oars. And then once we got out a little farther, um, I can't, I think I might've jumped in, but at least one other person jumped in and we had people paddling with the oars and then somebody, we were trying to pull it too, just swimming.
0: All right. So we finally, we got
1: outside of the danger zone.
0: I gotta, I gotta stop you though. Yeah. Cause I remembered something about this. So before we all jumped in to go surf, I remember we killed the engine when we were still all on the boat and you remember we couldn't get the engine started because the starter jammed now.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Now the starter.
0: And we're you're still, right. yeah, we're still all, sudden, all on the boat.
1: We're
0: still tinkering with it. Yeah, so and we're all still on the boat. And then here's the other thing I remember: we didn't have two oars; we had one. <laughs> and I remember. Oh
1: yeah, we were trading it back and forth to yes. both sides
0: of the boat. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so we like you pull us up right up to the break, and I mean we're not in the impact zone, but we're close enough where we can have a good look at what's going on in the setup. And then, and the, you know, we kill the motor and then it's like, all right, we got to get out of here. We're getting a little close for comfort. And that's when we hear like that, the sound of like the, the, the starter just being jammed. And we were like, Oh shit. Yeah, the starter was
1: just going tick. tick, just just tick like the tooth, like the teeth, the the teeth are broken off of the gear or something.
0: Right. So in front of, from so it
1: must have stayed engaged. Like the last time we, we probably went, probably what happened is it probably stayed engaged when we forced it. With the cables and everything, that last time we started it, it probably burned the most, the starter. That's right. Yeah. That's so, why we couldn't, we, we couldn't move it anymore. Yeah. But
0: I remember, I remember, that now. I remember being in front of all those legends. And I mean, I guess at that very moment we didn't realize who was in the water, but as we we surfed that day, we realized like a bunch of legendary pro surfers were out. And in front of all those guys, <laughs> we have one oar that we're passing back and forth from the left side of the boat to the right side of the boat to the left side of the boat to the right side, trying to pedal ourselves out of the fucking impact zone so we don't get absolutely demolished by these bombs coming through. And uh, and then yeah, you know what else I remember? Yeah. You had an anchor and a line, but it was only like 100, foot of, 100 feet of line. And we were in like 60 feet of water. So we ended up tying together like the tow rope and anything else we could find to make sure we had enough road out.
1: Yeah, because we had a couple anchors, but each one was only like a hundred foot or something of line. So yeah, we tied multiple together, whatever we could, to try to get. Yeah, you know, I think we probably got like two hundred and fifty feet of line out there, and then it worked.
0: Yeah, and that's and we then we all angle. then we all jumped off and went surfing and left you guys out the back, which we gotta there. There's definitely a big uh, like we gotta commend you for buying us time to surf because I remember the dudes that came to 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 fix the boat as soon as they realized they wouldn't be able to fix it there on the spot, they were like, all right, we got to go, let's go. And you were like, oh, no, 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 here, have a beer, Uh, here, chill, you know, and like buying us time so that we could keep surfing because it was absolutely an, like an all-time swell.
1: Yeah, you guys were killing it too out there. And yeah, like you said, man, there were fancy yachts and all kinds of stuff, all the expensive um, skis and everything out there. All the Like you could tell there were some some big boys out there that day, you know, and
0: they were hitting, they were firing. Yeah. So I
1: was stoked that you guys got to surf and you were hanging with the big boys too, you know, that
0: was sweet. Yeah. That was one hell of a way to make ourselves an introduction, (laughs) but, um, that, that's so funny. So, and you know what else I remember? There's one other thing I remember when, after you turned off the boat back in the first time, when we shut the boat down way out at sea, before we got into the bay, We, you know, we realized like, okay, we turned off the boat while it was in gear. So we knew we wouldn't be able to just turn it back on because of the safety. Like you can't turn on a car or a boat or anything when it's in gear. So the first thing we were like, okay, we got to get this thing back into neutral. So we like, we trace the, the shifter cables back to the engine. Like you said, pull off the engine cover and we find where the shifter is. And we're like, okay, this, you know, we're like figuring out what has to be neutral and while we're using one of those rusty stuck pliers, like it barely worked it, we like it slipped and we poked a hole in one of the cooling lines. You remember oh, that? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. And, and yeah, I was like, man, oh shit. That. Yeah. And I was like, all right, we got a new priority. Now we got to figure out how to seal that hole. Cause that's the new big problem. And one of the boys had stickers in his backpack and we had to slap a sticker on the hole and wrap. Rapid I don't know what we used. Maybe it was like tape or rope or something.
1: We, we probably found some wire or something laying in there. Yeah, to t- some wire off something or yes. something like that. Yeah, we were totally rigging it to see if it would slow the. Yeah. We were filling up with water, and I knew. Hey, if we're gonna be out here very long with taking on water like this, we're gonna kill the batteries right on the bilge pump, you know. And then how? If we once we have no batteries, it's just gonna fill up with water, you know.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So we ended up sealing it. Yeah, luckily- that's
1: true. And literally the thing, was, the thing was repaired with a freaking surf sticker. I think he scratched off the surfboard or something or had it in his backpack or something. He had it. He had a so freshie. Literally, I think it was like a surf
0: sticker. It was. It was. He had a freshie in his backpack. I couldn't believe it. But and it, it was luckily it was just a tiny little pinhole. So it wasn't like gushing water, but... I remember being like, oh my god, Like now we have a new problem. Our problems are getting worse and worse before we were able to make them better.
1: Well, it did. It seemed like one thing after another. Yeah. And the whole time, dude, during that whole deal, there were a couple of times where if I couldn't have gotten the boat out of the break zone, by paddling, whatever we were doing, I was within a very short period of time of... Uh, about i was about ready to abandon ship and just let it go man i didn't think we were right right in the nick of time i mean you know when they're rolling that big man because we almost got sucked up into some of those we were barely paddling over the lip (laughs) i mean if 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 the wrong wave came or anything i was i was prepared to to bail and i told whoever was in there with me too like hey man if you got to bail don't worry about it you know it's just a boat
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) and we we are totally like man we may have to swim to shore here and hike out hike out of here or something but yeah like thinking back yeah there's a lot of those little details that i forgot luckily we uh, we were able to contact people and stuff you know and that worked out but uh yeah thinking about it really it's like as soon as we got over there as soon as that throttle broke it was one thing after another you know and especially yeah those tools were like had been sitting there, hadn't been used for probably at least a couple of years or something. By the looks of it, they were like so rusty. We were like hitting them with a hammer to try to bust them to get them to like open a little bit on the flyers and yeah. We were like scrap salvaging anything we could in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was funny. And and you know, I also remember one uh thing. I remember like oh, the key
1: broke off too. You remember that the freaking key broke off too?
0: No, like, I didn't remember that the same day what the key yeah, broke the off key's
1: broken off in the ignition too. yeah, I think we were trying to crank it and like while well, we started at some point the freaking key broke off
0: too. That's right because we had to use the, the screwdriver the still
1: like I haven't even been using the boat the, the I, I bought the stuff like right after that happened to repair it and everything and I haven't been using it but uh yeah, dude the key's broken off too. That's when so right. we had to like find a screwdriver because and I was like using a screwdriver. Like force the ignition because the freaking key broke off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot about that too. That was just one more thing that happened.
0: I actually totally forgot about that. And then what I was going to say is I remember like as we're all tinkering around, there's like okay, I'm pretty sure I counted six guys on the boat. Oh, no. Okay, there was me and Evan. There was Matt, the photographer, Corey, Cole, Chance, Gavin, and you. There was eight of us on that little boat. By the way, how big is that boat? It's a
1: twenty-three foot, twenty-four foot. I think it's, but yeah, 23, 24 foot boat. I what, think they it's a two thirty-three, so you can call it a twenty-three foot boat. I think it says twenty-four foot on the title or something, but two thirty-three model. but so it's like the twenty-three.
0: And what kind of what kind of boat is it again?
1: It's a it's a cobalt.
0: Right, that's right. I knew I remembered the uh, like what it was like a, one of those popular lake boats. Um but Yeah, if, it's a Cobalt two thirty
1: three. It's like a high performance boat. They're like it's like a miniature cigarette boat, but we had we had like double the most amount of weight I've ever had on it before. Yeah.